So you've been working the Vell for a while, and um, you've been just resisting this feeling. You know, like there's there's a hole in your life, and and you realize that you, man, you hadn't been back to the chisel in a while. Uh no, I had a, a, a kind of a unpleasant experience there last time I was there. But there's something about the place and the community, and it's really the only good place you can get decent you know, goth techno in Austin, and it's it's just, man, it's just been calling out to you. All right. You know? So, Not music I normally listen to, but... It is now. It's it's what you're into. You know, you started out with that one pair of, of uh, like, Jinko jeans and the mesh tank top yeah. that the Pickle Clan gave you, and you've since bought several more. Uh, I mean, you're, you're just fucking... You got gloves now. You got, <laughs> you got so many pairs of gloves. Uh... <laughs> You always got you got a always got a scarf nearby. You're just like really, you get cold a lot now too. That's just kind of a thing that happens. So you're kind of like you're just aching, aching for the chisel. And you throw those pants on, and you put on that mesh tank top. And you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go back. Okay. So you go back to the chisel and expect it to be greeted by like, you know, the normal crew. J Bones, uh, Mercy Me, <laughs> and and Kevin. <laughs> they were your. They were like your crew. Kevin, dude. yeah, Kevin. What's Kevin's deal? <laughs> He's an accountant. <laughs> he just fucking loves techno goth. <laughs> he shows up in in a shirt and tie, but he's got on like goth makeup. Like, he's just coming from the office. But he's a friend of mine? Yeah, you guys are, like, best buds. All right. Yeah, you're, like, real close. Me and Kevin. You and Kevin, uh, Jay Bones, and Mercy Mercy Me. Um, so, hold on. Mercy yeah. Me. Is her, is her first name Mercy and last name Me? It's a it's a man. Okay, well. I mean, well, that's weird you to assume. Is his first name Mercy and last name it's Me? It's just Mercy Me. That's that's all he goes. It's by. like share, but mercy me. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the big that deal is. That fucking sucks. And that then, guy's my friend there. Why would I yeah. ever want to go back there? I, I hang just, out with a guy <laughs> named Mercy Me. Yeah, but uh, the, both of the M's are capitalized. How is okay? You know, what am I supposed to do with that? I'm just I'm just letting you know. Just okay, telling you how it is. So I show up and so Mercy Me's waiting for mercy me. Mercy Me, uh, Jay Bones, and Kevin are hanging out, and uh, they they're like kind of shocked to see you, and they're like, man, things have changed. And they go, it's just it's been real weird, man. Ever since all that stuff went down, <sighs> things changed. Oh yeah, like like what? What's what's wrong, Jay Bounce? And they go, well, the the building owner came in. We thought it was you know Charlie Chuggins, but when when Charlie got killed, it turns out it was just like a front for this other guy. And now that guy is like here all the time, and he's just a fucking asshole. But you can't get good goth techno anywhere in Austin, you know? I've heard that. So like you know, it's just been real weird. Like people are just kind of walking around in a in a daze. You know, they're just it's not the same crew anymore. It's just real weird, you know. And then people are just kind of like walking around, almost like they're in a in a different place. What does that mean? It means that they're just like not very attentive to what's going on. Out of it. Yeah, they're just kind of zoned out. Anything else distinctive? Not not really. They're all just kind of zoned out. They're in full goth makeup, but they're all just kind of like zoned out yeah. in another place. Outside of like a hand, but like a majority of the customers there are like that now. That's weird. So yeah. what, what is, 
is this like something they're drinking? Did he, did he put some new drinks on the menu or something that causes this? How is this happening? So you, um, so like, I'm sorry that happened to you. So the bartender like kind of overhears you guys talking about it, and they're like, "Oh, you're new here." And even though you like used to go there, it's a different bartender. It's a brand new guy who you've never seen before. Yeah. I go, yeah, pretty much. And he goes, oh, okay. And then he he pulls out. Uh, he goes, first timers, a gift for the first timer. And he pulls out a small uh, piece of candy. It's in like a white packet. Okay, I, I would probably take the piece of candy and. You look at it, and he's like, "It's uh, you like nougat." I love nougat. He goes, "Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a nougat caramel." Nothing. I love caramel. And yeah, nougat. man. I love caramel and nougat so much. He goes, "Yeah, dude." There's, I wish, man, I, I wish that sometimes things are different, and that I could eat that all day long because honestly, caramel and nougat is one of my favorite thing. I rip that thing open immediately. Yeah. I say, "Thank you, sir." And I smile at him and I mean it. And I eat that fucking candy, dude. So you eat it and it's it's the best piece of candy you've ever had in your life. When you eat it, you relive every sunrise throughout history. You see just before the sun breaks the horizon. And then to when it's fully above the horizon, you relive that every single day throughout history. I can't believe this is happening. So once you're done reliving all of the sunrise as you come back and you're just like, fuck, this candy is so goddamn good. Holy shit. What do you I mean, what do you do? I'd say to the bartender, do you mind telling me where you got this candy? I'd love to get some more. He goes, uh, I'd love some more nougat and caramel and sunrises. He goes, uh, we make it in house and he's chewing gum. He's chewing gum. He goes, we make it in house and he like smiles and he like nods and you look in your hand and the wrapper is complete. Like it's been sealed up. Oh, there's no. no candy inside, and it just says oh, SK no. on it. It says what? SK. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch! I think I would just go like, I go before I open and ate it. Though I'm, 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 my mouth is yearning for it. I would, I would say, that's interesting. What does? Do you mind telling what the SK stands for? So as as he's like leaning in to like say something to you, you hear like a there's a band that's gonna start playing. You hear like a an instrument being tuned up, right? Like 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 a guitar? Not quite. Like a guitar? Okay. What the? Um, then what is it sound? It's, what, what it's definitely it? like a stringed instrument. It's a it's a it's a lute. How is that like a guitar? You know what I mean. All right. Um, okay. It's an instrument. So what happens next? So you, you kind of like hear, you hear like this beautiful, uh, you hear this beautiful tone coming from the stage. All right. What would you do? Would you, I, I, would I you would, continue to ask the question or would you focus your attention? I would turn around because I can just ask the bartender this later, but yeah. I should probably, you don't, it's not often you hear a lute in public. Yeah. So I figure I should probably pay attention, especially because this is a, goth techno bar yeah it's a little different and then people yeah, just kind of like odd. like when they hear this uh when they hear like this this sound everybody stops and looks up and they go he's back <laughs> and they're all there's like clearly a clamor in the oh building God, no. like he's back 
Oh, this is really upsetting. All right. So you're like looking around the club and people are just like, like visibly excited. <laughs> I thought people did. Okay. Yeah. They're like, they're excited. You okay. know, they're pumped to see what's about to happen. What would you do? I'd walk towards the stage. Yeah. You got to confront things. So you walk towards the stage and I got a bad feeling. Um, Standing on stage is like a middle-aged man. He really kind of fits uh, the tone of the place, you know. He's um, just real haggard, real haggard-ass-looking man, you know. <laughs> and you look, you look up, and you look at, you see the the first thing you see is the loot. That's the that's the first thing that makes its way into the spotlight. And you see it, and you're kind of looking at it, and it's orange but not like a wood grain orange more of like a hmm like a like a butternut squash color of orange the hell you know yeah and then you look at it and you're like god that does look like butternut squash you like it looks like just a giant butternut squash and you see like a really haggard ass hand come and start like playing the strings you look kind of look squint and you look at the strings and they're string beans <laughs> <laughs> and into this into the spotlight steps <laughs> a haggard ass man playing a lute made of butternut squash and string beans and his pick is a pickle it's a pickle chip And he starts playing. He has this. He has this beautiful baritone voice, and he starts playing this real rich country western music. Yeah. Right. And people are just really fucking into it. And you see that, like, when he's kind of playing it, the people who were like entranced are kind of like shaken out of it. What do you do? Um, I think what I would do is go back to the bartender and say. Hey man, I'm new here. I got a couple questions. So you turn to the, you turn to the bartender and he's not there. Yeah. Like he, you, and you kind of like look down the bar and you see him like going into the, into the back room, and you see him like making a big gesture, and then you, you hear like just a, a hand, like you you see like the edge of a desk, and you hear a hand just hit the desk, and you see the desk shift because it gets broken into. Oh my god. Right. And you like. You're kind of like, you can't really see a good angle. You catch kind of a glimpse in the mirror of stringy orange hair. Oh, no. And you, you can just feel the, you can feel the shift in the atmospheric pressure in the room. Like, like air is being shifted around. Like, it feels very intense. What do you do? I try to get a closer look. So you take a couple steps down and out of the room comes a man who's, he's wearing a suit. That is jet red, if you know what I mean. That's a new kind of red. It's like the jet black of red. Okay. It's the the deepest, brightest, it's the angriest red. If you could bottle up the sunshine, if you could bottle up the sun, you know, yeah. it would just pour it on something. It's going to be that red. Hot as hot gets. So this is, this is a, a pretty red suit. It hurts your eyes. Good Lord. And you see this man stomp through. And you hear him bellow, and he goes, not you again. What do you do? You hear the lute stops playing. I go, I have 
some questions I that need to be answered now. First of all, who are you? And he, he like, doesn't even, he pushes you aside. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's, like, so engrossed with the person who's on stage with the loot and the string beans. I go, hey, man, what the, f- what the fuck is going on? Why does that guy have vegetable, like, instruments? Why yeah. are, pe- are people entranced? Who are you? Who is he? Why am I drawn to this place magically? I, I'm not leaving until I have some answers. This is bad. So what do you do? Do you just I say, stand I, there? I say all that out loud to him. He's like clearly walking towards the stage. Like he's heading. He's he doesn't heading. hear me, so I, I chase after him. What do you? I mean, what do you do? I chase after him. And I go, hey, hey, guys, somebody, somebody, help me. The chisel is not the same, and I need to figure out why. So what? I mean, you're just like standing behind him, yelling at him. Yeah, I'm yelling at him. He's not paying attention to you at all. Then I stop and I just watch what unfolds. Yeah. What else can you do? So. As you're like, you just kind of like hang out, hang out there for a second, and somebody in the back is just kind of looking at you, and they just give you this look that just like you just, you had eternity in your hand and you just dropped it, you know, like you just you just fucked up. They, all they wanted was your help. What? Yeah. So the man approaches the stage. Wait, hold, hold on. How 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 can I possibly they just, they just glean give, that all? They from just that, give you. It's just a look. look. It's how just a I look. You, it's a look you see and you know it instantly. <laughs> how would you know? I know that? This is powerful. Look, I'm just telling you. Like, there's a real sense of disappointment in the room. All right. Well, okay. Sorry, guys. I stepped into a really weird situation. Yeah? Yeah. So the the man in red kind of jumps up on stage. And throughout this whole time, the, the man with the, the loot, uh, he was kind of like bumbling around. And you see him kind of slide across the stage. And he's on a set of <laughs> skis. And they're made of <laughs> celery sticks. And he's holding like carrots in each one of his hands. And he somehow manages to like get down the side of the stage. <laughs> and he like skis past you. And as he kind of like somehow skis past you, like the guy in red is just patiently stomping after him. Like he's really fucking pissed off. And he bumps into you as he walks by. Would you do anything to him or would you let him go? I would grab him immediately. I would grab him faster and hold him tighter than I ever have before. This is so goddamn weird. Yeah? Yeah. You wouldn't just let him let him loose? No, I would attempt to grab him. I'm not saying I'm fast enough to do it. He's skiing away on celery sticks, so it sounds like he probably has a speed advantage. But I'm gonna try. So you kinda like I need answers. You kinda like grab him. Yeah. And he when you he turns around you see that his like his nose was like a clown nose and it was jet black. And his eyes were just giant black discs. Right, you see into him, and you kind of fall into eternity. Right, <laughs> you sort of stumble into oblivion, and you spend what feels like forever just like falling in his eyes. And he, he presses a hand to your your uh, he presses a hand to your forehead, and he puts his initials in your forehead. And then he kind of looks up, and you feel a tiny hand grab your chin, and you smell the faint scent of, uh, the faint scent of dill in the air. And you see a repurposed Charlie Chuggins pull your head back and slice your throat ear to ear. Oh, God. (laughs) Charlie Chuggins? Yeah. I killed him. Man, some people can do some weird shit. You know, things happen. Okay, can you you just, can you tell me what was going on there? I just just told you what happened. But why was the Prince of Vegetables there? I I mean, assuming that was him. I'm assuming it was him and the Sugar King. Maybe he's making a move. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. We're all, we're just speculating at this point. I don't know. You don't have an answer? No, I just told you what happened just now. Dang I just dude. told you that. <sighs> that was a ride, dude. I mean, some things we don't know yet. <sighs> 